there, uh, Yutaka and Nakamura is one of them, so there's Yutapon cubes at the end of this one, too. But it's the fight scene between Mob and Koyama from season one of Mob Psycho 100. Here's and... another show I never watched. God. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Anime Summit Podcast. It's your favorite host with the most. I'm the bomb. And with me every week, of course, is Danny. Dead Scream. And, oh. Oh. <laughs> Knock is not here because. He's he a is, bitch. He's, going, he's a bitch and he's on the toilet. We can get him off the toilet. <laughs> he was eating too many brown foods. His uh, his legs just went numb for just sitting on the toilet for too long. He messaged us and he was like, I can't get off. I can't I get can't. up. <laughs> no, he's he's uh, going on vacation and he just needed time this week to prep for vacation and stuff. So he's, he's heading out of town to go with some, go on a, I think he's going on a road trip with some friends. Which is like the perfect time for it because it's getting warmer out and yeah. whatever, dude. So it's like seventy down here. Lucky. Yeah. That's like the seventy sixties is like the perfect for me. Like that's yeah, weird. yeah. But like, yeah, dude, I can't believe it's already March. <sighs> I know my birthday is coming. It's coming Sunday. Okay, everybody buy Danny stuff. Because <laughs> I didn't get her shit. <laughs> Just buy something off of Amazon. It'll get to my. It'll get to me like within a day. Yeah, dude. Happy birthday. Thanks. Uh, that being said, this week, and it, it kind of bums me out that Nick's not here because I feel like he would have nailed this, this topic. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't think of, I didn't think to ask him like, do you want us to postpone this topic? But he didn't seem to mind. So I, I don't know. I think it's fine because, because we can do this topic again because this isn't our top. There's another list episode, but it's not our top favorite stuff. But we're doing our top. Well, not really necessarily a top, but some of our favorite Sakuga moments, animated moments. And I don't know why. I feel like now we've been podcasting long enough to be able to like tell what we like to see in animation mm-hmm. in 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 our show, our favorite shows, and stuff like that. And not even just necessarily our favorite shows, although all the shows I have listed are like shows I love. Um, but like, there's other other shows that I love even more than these that have great moments, and I didn't choose them because. I kind of wanted to curate my list to be like techniques that I like, animation techniques that I like. So it just happened to be like I thought of shows that like I like, you know what I mean? Um, it was just I just picked way. scenes that I thought were really cool. <laughs> yeah, like these are scenes <laughs> in particular that I like. I sometimes I think about them often, and I like go to YouTube just to watch them because I'm like, fuck, so that part is so sick, you know. Mm. But yeah, no, I totally get that. But yeah, dude, let's just jump right. Let's just jump right into it. I'm gonna waste no time around here. Ron Hill. Waste no time Ron around here. Ron Hill. This is what ha- this is what happens when Sam and I are alone. <laughs> it's it's bad because we we just say short phrases, really goofy, like. 
like that. But then me and Nick, when me and Nick are doing an episode, the whole time we're just going, scoop it up. <laughs> Nick, would you scoop on my friend every 10 minutes? Or every time I went, every five minutes, I went, scoop it up. <laughs> um, and then when you and Nick, and then when it's you and Nick, you're just like, oh, Sam's out here, say whatever we want. Blah. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Nick usually says that. <laughs> And then you just laugh nervously because you're like, ah, oh, no. yeah, I'm just like, ah, great, awesome. <laughs> this is going to be a disaster. <laughs> not and yeah. even though it ends up not being a disaster when it's just me and Nick. Like, yeah, no, it ends up being great. It ends up being yeah, really funny. It's, a, it, like, it's the beginning that's a, the rough start, like to start it and stuff yeah. is really rough. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, if, and, and again, so, like, just like our OPs and EDs episodes, like, there's just so many things that you could choose from. These are just some of our favorites, and we will absolutely do this episode again. And, I, and I'm and i finally happy that we're finally doing it because, obviously, I don't know. I don't know why we didn't do it before, but, like, I think, I think before also, I feel like I wouldn't have been as confident doing it, like, a couple years ago even. Yeah. Because yeah. I only started really getting into, like, the artists and animators like following their work only in the last couple of years. And so I think this is perfect, but I think even so, even if you don't know, you know, you still know what you like to see. So I think even for people who don't know that stuff, they're like, well, no, I still like it when this happened. Cause that's really fucking cool. And I think this is like a topic that everyone can jump on anyway. It's like, you know, you remember that scene, right? You're just like, you're watching a show and you're like, man, that part when that fucking, dude roundhouse the one monster in the face or something you know what i mean like just things like that so anyway links.animesummit.net okay that's where all the the links are the links are come hang out with us on discord on the discrods that's where we are discrods talking and yelling at each other and posting things to be like hey i found this box set of blu-rays for this anime you like spend a hundred dollars and then we <laughs> are bad with influences on each other um but yeah dude i'm excited because i'm getting hopefully i'm getting this month my wonder egg priority box set and i also ordered some mango chutney with it so hell yeah <laughs> let's fucking go dude um yeah uh, also uh patreon.com slash anime summit if you're a patron, you get exclusive contents, vlogs, and podcasts, and things like that. We do a thing on there called Solo Cast, where it's just like it's just one of us. It's just one host talking about stuff. Um, that's pretty fun. And then there's a couple exclusive podcasts on there as well for you to check out. And then also just like vlogs and videos and things like that that I have unlisted or private on YouTube, and only you guys can see. So yeah, go ahead and check those out. Uh, but yeah, let's do it. Listener question of the week. I'll take this from Nick since he's not here. He's if a you butt could erase, face. he's a butt face. <laughs> if you could erase one malisted genre from existence, which one would it be? Here's my answer right away. That's by Gizmo. Uh, that's by Gizmo. Shout out to Patron Gizmo. I would not. I would not because the genres on there are so broad. Really? Yeah. No, they're they're just way too broad. Not even isekais. No. Because, like, there's isekais that I like. You know what I mean? Mm, so like That's true. Yeah, so, like, it, and 
they're just way too broad. If it were up to me, I would narrow it down to high school girl shows that are idol shows. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. But See? Too, there is one. <laughs> it's too niche because like I, I can you can click on any of like the idol shows out there. And they all just say slice of life. And it's like, no, I love slice of life. Shows. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's so dumb. And then the themes, the themes listed are music in school. And mm, mm. I don't want to erase either of those because a lot of the shows I like take place in music and school. So like, you know, it's just, it's kind of stupid. So I wouldn't honestly. And because if you're talking purely about Mal, I wouldn't, if you're talking about like, if I can think of a genre that like people do, I would say idol shows because I think idol shows are, I think 90% of them are lame. 95% of them are lame. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would do. But if you're talking just Mal, I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, now that you, you put it that way, I can definitely see why not to like delete or erase any, genre i would say more so subgenres versus just like a certain genre because exactly like how you explained it you know there are some like slice of life that you like so right right um it's still a yeah, good no, question though it is a really good question it is a really good question um I guess I don't know if I had to choose, and ah, oh God, <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. hard. If I had to choose, I guess I would choose Slice of Life, since I don't like them as much as. I guess I could do sports since I don't watch, but I think that's a theme instead of a genre. I don't know. I guess, uh, yeah, I don't know. Mm. That is tough. That is tough nuts. That is tough Kazungus. I would say sports, maybe, if that's, like, one on there. I just closed it, so I can't see, but, yeah. That's a good question. Shit. <laughs> Fuck you, Gizmo. Jeez. She. <laughs> it's a good, it was a good question that stumped us. It was a great question, yeah. Um, okay, Danny. Waifu and his bando. Waifu is uh, Sakura Kinamoto, and husbando is Lee Shaoran from Carcaptor Sakura. Yeah, because Nick's not here, so we can choose yeah. one of our girly shows that we like. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, boys drool. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we used to say. But okay, look, when I was a young warthog, dude, <laughs> that's what we said. We said if we, we always say, like, so, like, I used to be only used to only love cats when I was a kid. So anybody who like, I used to get made fun of a lot for liking cats as like, cause I was a boy. Right. So like mm. back then they were like, Oh, you're a boy who loves cats. You're a fucking weirdo, you know? And obviously I didn't know I was a, I mean, I knew I was a girl back then, but like not, you know, not, it wasn't okay. Right. So yeah, like, yeah. you know, so like people thought I was a fucking, they would make fun of me. So I'd always be like, well, Cats rule and dogs drool. You know what I mean? That was like the saying. <laughs> that was like the thing you did. It was like, oh, boys rule, girls drool. You know? Whatever. Yeah. And it's just like it's corny. I don't know. I'm, it's so funny that you say that because like I know I know so many masculine people who do have cats. That's dude. That's exactly what I fucking mean. Like, <laughs> like, and I remember going like you know being a, a high school 
presenting as a high school boy, you know, when I was in high school, all of my male friends had cats and dogs or or cats. Yeah. And they they were more dog some some of those people were more dog people, but they still had a cat. And I'm just like haterade. <laughs> and it was actually because of those friends that I, I ended up why I ended up loving dogs the way I do. And this like dog that we used to take care of when I was a kid too. Uh, she was a border collie, but oh, they're cute, dude. She was, uh, dude. Her name was Lady, and she was amazing. She was a dog face, and uh, dude, she was a big dog face. And she would, mm-hmm. well, she would lay with me in my bed. It was awesome. Um, but dude, yeah, I yeah. Anyway, fuck you guys. Okay, all anime face Johnsons, animal face Johnsons are good. Okay, so shut up. Uh, but yeah, no, Nick's not here, so fuck you. We're doing Cardcaptor Sakura. Go to hell. <laughs> Uh, okay, top favorite Sakuga moments. And you're probably going, Sam and Danny, yeah, what's a Sakuga? Uh, <laughs> this is what it is. It's a noun. It translates to the word uncountable. In Japanese animation, or anime, a sequence of noticeably higher quality used to highlight a particularly important scene, uh, which you'll notice quite often. You know, like there are, it's not like the same animators that work on every episode. You know what I mean? Um, uh, you know, like, for example, one of the first, uh, in the first part of Naruto, there's the episode where Naruto and Sasuke fight, like, at the waterfall. The waterfall. The that is, yeah. like, such a iconic AMV scene that you saw oh, yeah. all over on YouTube. Yeah. And I can't remember the name of the animator, but, or the animators that worked on it or the chief animation director who worked on it, but, like, uh, that ep- that episode in particular, you know, obviously they they made the fucking animation just amazing, right? And they used a lot of great techniques to show this really high-speed fight happening, and it was an important part of the series, right? It was... So they had to show it, like, with this heightened animation. So that that's, that's what Sakuga more or less is. And so... Like I said in the beginning, what I alluded to earlier, Danny's list, I feel like uh, she wanted to showcase her favorite parts of, I think, well, I think both of our lists showcase our favorite show stuff, Um, because every show I like is on mine, and every show that she likes is on hers, you know? Yeah. And (laughs) it was way too hard. Like, we, I had, like, 20 moments in my head that I wanted to nail and talk about. So then I thought, okay, I need to narrow this down. And the easiest way to narrow it down for me was, okay, what are some of my favorite animation techniques I see in anime? And I'll try and find them within my favorite shows and talk about those. And then and then later I'll talk about, you know, like if we ever do this episode again in the future, you know, a couple months down the line or, you know, hopefully with Nick and a guest maybe or something, I don't know. Um, you know, we can, I can showcase other stuff, you know. But for now... I thought my list, for me personally, I wanted to, like, talk about some of my favorite techniques used in uh, in anime. But, uh, yeah. What about you, Danny? What did you, how did you try and curate your list? <laughs> um, it was hard, really. Because, um, I don't know, I... I so I, I kind of feel bad because I don't know any of the key animators who did these these scenes. 
Um, so I, unfortunately I can't give a lot of them credit. Um, but I, I mean, to me, I, I didn't want to do like, I didn't really want to do a lot of fighting scenes because I feel like fighting scenes are definitely, that's basically all I did. That's basically, (laughs) that's literally like, that's what Sakuga is. And, um, you know, I kind of wanted to, uh, bring to the table shows that it doesn't really involve action, but they have important scenes of like for them that give the show that feeling that you feel. Um, Which thank God, because like, again, that's all mine. It's like, it's all action. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just, <laughs> I mean, I do have some show, like some shows that have some fighting scene scenes in them. Um, but you know, it, it, it's, I, mother's basement definitely put it, um, like he used the right words. Um, you know, Asakaga doesn't necessarily have to be, um, you know, an action scene. It could be from a shoujo. Um, it can be, it can be a shoujo from where like character is confessing love to the other character. Um, you know, that kind of thing. Um, he also mentioned like an entire volleyball team crying while eating their food uh, as um, because they honestly like had a huge loss. But to, to them, that was their progr- progress because by losing, you grow as a team as a whole. So that's kind of what I wanted to bring to uh to bring this topic was just not all fighting scenes and everything for sure for sure okay and some like transformation sequences and all that kind of stuff too transformation sequences are like super important yeah like yeah. <laughs> they're super and important. they're also and they're also enjoyable to watch Oh yeah! Like yeah, I can't yeah. tell you how many times I get excited when I see Sailor Jupiter's uh, transformation sequence, you know, and and I mean the same thing with Sailor Moon's transformation sequences. Like even all of them, not just one in particular, just all of them as a whole. Yeah, yeah. Sailor Pluto, Sailor Uranus are the best Sailor Scouts. Don't argue with me. <laughs> You're all a bunch of bitches. And fuck you. How about that? Dude, Danny, how about you go first? You'll do a round table like how we always do. Okay. Um, you know. Just um, do it up. And you don't have to like, you know. Uh you know, these are pretty simple, you know, they're just it's that one scene, so we don't have to go too much into them. Yeah. Um slight spoilers though, just in case, okay? Like yeah, some of these are this like definitely I mean, my first one, I I mean, I don't know if you want me to go because I did for like these, like a couple of these, I did put a couple of scenes. So I don't know if you just want me to do one from each show, or do you want me to, to kind of briefly talk about all of them? I don't. I don't know how. You know you what want I would say. This. You know what I would say. If you have, if you have a few that encompasses, uh, that that's all from one show, I would say just talk about all of them at one okay. time, okay. and then we'll roundtable it that way. Okay. All five of my picks are all from different shows, so we're good there. But if you got, yeah, I don't. I do have like a couple that they're they're to me they're definitely my favorite scenes 
Yeah, dude, take it away. Go off. Okay. Go off. Um, well, my first one, of course, is a no-brainer. It's from Fruits Basket, and it's mainly the 2019 um, readaptation. Sure. So. Um, Not that the Dean animation was super terrible. I mean, it wasn't yeah, the best, I mean that. Like- that one, I mean, the Dean Studio Dean version was, I mean, definitely had its Sakuga moments too. So, and perfect just example. The 2019 version is just way better. <laughs> it's, I <laughs> like, mean, you know? let's be real here. Like, it's so much more prettier. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. So, um, but one scene that I will say that both Studio Dean and TMS Entertainment did beautifully was um toru seeing kyo's true form for the first time um Mm -hmm. you know that that whole scenario it's not just one scene i mean it you know when you first see kyo and and um you're talking about the whole event yeah the the whole whole event like from the the beads coming off like while kazuma literally took his beads off um, the moment um, there is a, a close up of Kyo's eye, and he's like, real, like he's kind of like in shock that oh no, this is going to happen. Like his eye um, becomes more cat like, and, and and you know the the steam coming off of Kyo's body as like he's in agony and uh, by transforming like transforming really and then there's boom there's that one scene where toru is in the rain and she's holding the bre- the umbrella and her face is just in in shock so mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, i think there's a lot of good character acting in that whole event like yeah. well first of all fruits basket 2019 has a lot of great character acting animation sequences but like that both one in from particular. the sub version and dub version yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, voice-wise, hell yes. Yeah. But even just, like, animation-wise, character acting is, like, mm-hmm. it's pretty decent. Like, it's... Yeah. It's, yeah. There, I mean, it, it has to be, right? Because it's... Yeah. You know, but... Uh, and, and, well, there... Because there's so much drama that is going into, you know, just by this one family and the Soma family and, and every almost every single family member has skeletons in their closet. So, um, I mean, it, it, every time I just hear the confession of like Momiji just explaining his story on why his mother, uh, doesn't know him and everything. And, you know, uh, Momiji, Momiji's dream to become a famous violinist and just have a private concert concert for his family. Like, oh man, that, that scene just of momiji practicing in his room and and you just see the camera just going up and and the moonlight is shining on him and everything it's just like you my heart just breaks like i can't <laughs> like i'm watching it right now on on Sagagaboro, so and it's just i cry mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah very good very good yeah uh, and then, I mean, one last scene that I did want to mention from Fruits Basket is the powerful moment when Toru falls off the cliff in front of uh, Akito. Like, God damn it! I don't know about you, Sam, but when that happened, like my jaw was just dropped. Like, 
I was just like... It's funny, too, because you knew that was coming. Yeah, well, yeah, and you, actually, I'm going to be honest. I actually forgot that that happened. Oh, okay. Well, I guess it's true. You've, you've, it's been a while since you read them, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, oh, man, I mean, they're... The, the, and and I, I feel like Fritz Basket is definitely a perfect example of, of non-action, like, shonen action sakuga. And there are so, I mean, I could go on about it too. So, but I'm not because Nick will yell at us. Uh, (laughs) um, But there's just so many good moments in Fruits Basket that now that I I look back, um, yeah, like I could literally go on on like some of the important moments in the show that define it. It's that it's that first part where the cliff first breaks for me. Yeah. The rest of it's okay, you know, but like that part um was done pretty The good. moment like and it's slow motion too and you know, it's it's definitely the moment when um you know, Toru is holding out her hand and says, you know, let's start over. Hi, my name's Toru. What's your name? And then all of a sudden that's it. It does that little montage of like, of like her, her hair kind of floating and... up a little bit, and she's yeah. falling back, kind of thing. Um, yeah, like the part that hurts the most that I'm remembering now. It's like I just and I shouldn't have watched it because I just hurt my own feelings. But like, <laughs> it makes me think of the you know the hospital scene after, and oh yeah, Akito's like describing what it was like. Yeah. Um, Toru yeah. doesn't talk this whole episode because you don't see her. But, like, he's like, oh, what What did she say? And then Akito is just like, dude, I opened the door, and the first thing she says is, oh, there you are. And yeah. he's happy to see me. And I'm like, oh, my I'm fucking God. Goosebumps. <laughs> I'm getting goosebumps. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Imagine being that, like, compassion kind of a person. Jesus. God, oh, gets me every time. All right. What else you got? Because you have another one from Fruits Basket, don't you? Um... My last one is when Kyo confesses to Toru that he knew her mom. And oh. yeah, and and like he feels like it's her fault. It's it's his fault that uh Kyoko died because he could have saved her, but he was afraid to save her because he had this fear of oh no, like what if I transform in front of all these people? So, um, yeah. Yeah. That, like, I mean, even reading that, too. The twist, yeah. Like, I was just like, oh, shit. Like, oh. Mm-hmm. Ugh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I was getting steamy. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fruit Basket is really good, and that's a really great adaptation of it. And um, the animation throughout the show is is okay you know it's decent for the most part and then it has its moments where it's like for pivotal moments obviously where it's like okay this is this is awesome and yeah. it's just miles better than the 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 dean version not that the dean version is super terrible because it's not yeah but like, yeah i mean you know. we grew up on it and it has it it's excuse me the studio dean one definitely put fruits basket on the map yep so um and I mean, of course, like the manga definitely put it on the map. I mean, 
when it was when it was releasing at least in the u.s like it was the number one shoujo romance in the u.s so um yeah it definitely the studio dean and the manga definitely put fruits basket on the map and that's why it just it's so popular for what it is and i'm so happy that it 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 deserves this popularity absolutely for sure all right hell yeah so what do you got Um, some yeah okay so i I'll, every show on here, people are going to be like, oh, that's, of course, I'm going to pick that one. So just forewarning, okay? <laughs> so, like, everyone take about five shots just right now because, you know, I'll, every, t- every time someone mentions the show, take a shot. <laughs> but the first one, and the, the reason why is because, again, I wanted to showcase techniques I like. And... So, and it, I got really lucky because all the ones I found have the animators' names on them. So, on Sakagaboru, sometimes you'll find a scene you really like and it says Artist Unknown because no one has figured out who did that cut yet. You know what I mean? Um, right now, I'm subscribed to a couple of YouTube channels that break down, like, the steps of animation and you're going from, like, story from script to storyboard to key animation to in-betweening to, you know what I mean? And there's different terms for each step and how it gets approved to the next step and things like that. And I'm learning Can a lot about that Can you send me right those, those YouTube channels? Because I would definitely would want to watch some of that too. I, I will. I will. because Especially because I want to do a topic on like, you know, how animators get paid and shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will. Um, the, the, the videos I found were super cool. So um, this one in particular, I think about a lot. Mainly because number one is just a sweet moment. And number two, the effect animation in this is really good and this is by the popular yutaka nakamura famous for inventing the yutapon cubes if you will uh the yutapon cubes are the usage of yutapon cubes was popularized by yutaka nakamura who often used them as he believed they were easy to draw and it was inspired from the usage of effect by other animators which being satoru uh, utsunomiya um the yutapon cubes are like a, a, an effect where something breaks or debris happens, an explosion of debris happens, and it's a bunch of cubes. Um, it just looks really fucking cool. And so this first one I picked was uh, Midoriya versus Todoroki in the school festival in My Hero Academia. So I believe it's like season... It's season two. It's like episode nine or ten. I can't remember the episode number. But it's like the very final moment where Midoriya has pretty much broken every part of his body except for, you know, one more arm. And Todoroki finally gets convinced to, like, because he's going to lose if he doesn't, you know, because Midoriya just doesn't mm-hmm. give up, you know. Mm-hmm. And Todoroki is just like, okay, I'm going to use the fire side of my my power, even though I didn't want to. Um, <clears throat> and the reason being is because the moment where, the first of all, the moment where they power up, it's literally like it's nonstop Sakuga. From the moment they power up, to the moment they come at each other to the climax where the explosion happens mm-hmm. is just really amazing. And so like, um, I think also the effect of, uh, when there's a part where Todoroki ignites his flame and his hand is being raised up and it's like, a there's a lot of particle effects and uh, wave motion effects that are happening that are animated in there. And like in blur effects and motion blurs and smears that are happening with his hand because the wind coming at him 
is not only coming from the explosion of his fire, but it's also coming from Midoriya rushing at him like 50 miles per hour. And it's I just wish, like... I wish I liked this show. I know, and I think you're kind of a buster. This really like, cool. This scene is really cool, but I, I don't know. I, just, I couldn't get past the first four episodes. I think uh, the problem, honestly, Danny, is I think it is that you are full of crap. It's like, that's, you know what I mean? You. This is like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, bitch. But like, um, yes, yeah, I cement. see what you're saying, though. Like, I'm, I'm watching, I'm watching the clip mm-hmm. right now. So, and, and it's definitely, uh, I mean, I can't hear, like, Sakuga, Sakuga doesn't uh, add any audio to their clips. So I, right. I, I mean, I can't really hear what they're talking about because I can see that there's some um, lip flaps a little bit but yeah I, I can understand why uh, this is a cool fucking scene and you can kind of see like it's it's about to get serious especially when he brings his hand up and um, Midoriya kind of flexes his arm and he's about to use like one of his powerful attacks and all that kind of yeah. stuff so it's badass and yeah. this is at the time where like Midoriya can't his body can't handle it yeah at all yeah. so like he's yeah. literally breaking his body to like win yeah and the Utapon cubes happen at the very end where because Cementos is the one of the teachers is he's he can produce cement and he's he's instructed to stop the fight. So he puts up like five concrete walls in between them mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they bust through it and then it explodes everywhere. Um, the Udupan cubes are also like in parts of the ice breaking as well. But yeah, I just, I love it. The, the techniques, the smear techniques in this and then the cubes are just like, <laughs> but yeah, I like that one. I like it. I like that one a lot. It's good. Okay. What about you, Danny? Um, my next one is, uh, Haikyuu. Um, this is another one that I kind of have a couple of them, uh, in one show. So one of them is actually, um, the scene where, um, Karasuno and, um, uh, Abu Josai face uh in the finals and the uh Abba Josai's server who is also their captain um he uh, is uh like an ace spiker um and he does like a lot of ace serves and everything like that uh and his name is uh Oikawa Allah he is nicknamed uh the king I think right I think he's the king. I can't remember right now. A uh, fake fan, right for a second. Fake fan. <laughs> um, but Oikawa is is a setter, and he's a very skilled setter. Uh, however, when th- there's just a couple of those moments where he's ready to to serve, and there, the first time it happens in nationals you can just see the ball like really just sink into the floor and then it pops up really fast. Uh, I Unfortunately, I don't know the, the animator who did it, but it's... 
I, I I'm some I'm really surprised that that you don't watch like Haiku at least because I feel like there's a lot of um like kind of hold your breath moments until it actually happens. Right. Um, no, I uh told myself I was going to start it when I was finished with Hunter Hunter. I'm not even I'm only like about halfway with Hunter mm. Hunter, so it's like <laughs> But yeah, like Hurry up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but another, uh, like, a, an, another moment that I, I really think that, um, really sets the tone for Haikyuu is when Karasuno loses to Abu Josai, uh, and, but the coaches and, uh, the teachers all go back to their hometown and they go to this restaurant and they kind of celebrate their victory, even though they even though they lost, you know, um, to but to them, you know, reaching the finals like that is still a victory for them. Uh, so and the coach, I think it was the coach or it was either it was the teacher, but they they made a speech on, you know, just chin up. It's OK. We'll just keep on training and, you know, we'll we'll go to to nationals next year. And so like eat up and as the boys just reach for their food, you can just see tears uh, rolling down all their faces and everything like that. And and that's that was just such a powerful moment. Um, And I actually have the animator for this one. And this one is. uh, uh, Masashi uh, Andu. Did I pronounce that right, Sam? Uh, where do you have their name listed? Sorry. I I, I, I put it, uh, there's there's the, the Sakuga uh, Boru link uh, under Karasuno Team Crying. Yeah. Oh, I see it. Okay. Yep. Um, uh, Masashi Ando? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, they've done like movie stuff. Like uh, a lot of movie stuff, you know, so that's pretty sick. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so that I feel like is, is definitely uh, an important scene for not only for the sh- whole show, but for the team because it's like, yeah, they lost, but, you know, it's okay. Um, and another one last scene that I think was just this show is getting better and better um, is when Tanaka finally breaks through and gets a score against uh, Inarizaki, which is a very power powerhouse uh, team. And I mean, throughout this whole, that whole um, to the top uh, second part, uh, Tanaka was just getting bullied by Inarizaki um, all his spikes were getting blocked and everything. Um, he even told, um, he, he suggested that they stopped um, setting him him up serves. Uh, but they're all like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, you're a part of this team. Like, we need you. So, and in that moment, um, there's like a couple of scenes where it's it's just... It has like that cross hatching, um, jaggedy edge. Um, yeah, I was gonna say a lot animation. of it. It looks like 
a few of these scenes, it looks like every time they are going for like a really crazy spike, they do that. Yeah, or even a block is, too. They do that for blocking as well. So yeah, and not, um, it's not every time they spike, but like it, when it's like a really cool moment. Which I think I, I don't know the name of the technique, but yeah, like they they rough up the edges and mm-hmm. and do like these um, cross hatching marker shades on the body. Yeah, to yeah. make it like you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really rough and fast. That I, and I feel like that's just what's so edgy about it and, and everything, and it's it's great. So, um, yeah, that's I, sweet. I I mean I I. I love I love watching Haikyuu. Like I feel like I'm 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 there watching them play, and I'm just rooting for my boys. So <laughs> I think that's what what's part of it is like that's part of like that that the use of that technique is to make it look. It's fa- it makes it look fast while going in slow motion. You know yeah, what I mean? It's like yeah. it's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. What okay. do you got now? So you have a couple. Oh, you have a couple Sailor Moon ones. I'm gonna I do. do a couple. I, I don't have a couple. I mean, yeah, I have like one. You have like five two. of them on here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's only three. It's only two of us. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a you couple could do of a mine. Couple more. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, do, I'll do. I'll do. I'll do two of mine, and then we'll. Then yeah, okay. So that way, it's not like it, it evens out a little. Okay. Yeah, because my so, lot like the la- my last two shows, I only have one, so it's fine. So this next one. This next one is is a few a few animators who worked on it, and there uh, Yutaka Nakamura is one of them. So there's Yutapon cubes at the end of this one too. But it's the <laughs> fight scene between Mob and Koyama from season one of Mob Psycho 100. This is and... another show I never watched. God, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I haven't seen IQ yet, so but I mean, like, yeah, like, di- so like. the the, my favorite parts of like most like uh, my favorite parts of a lot of stories are when the good guy just like loses his shit or loses like or the 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 protagonist loses their shit you know Mm -hmm. his or her their shit Mm -hmm. they're just like okay i've had enough and i can no longer control my urge to put you in the fucking ground you know what i mean like that's my favorite shit and so yeah um that, that actually, this is honestly, of... I mean, I mean, that's that's kind of the same way how I feel with Haikyuu, like, like, because there are kind of those like gifted, talented um, team members, so I, I, I can relate in a different way on what you're talking about. Just like going to the next level, right? Like, they're yeah. just like, okay, like let's fucking do this, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and so Toshi Yuki Sato did a few of the cuts or did a lot of the cuts um, at the beginning of that fight. And there's one part in particular where Koyama realizes, okay, fuck what the hell happened here. So then he tries to charge at mob and mob just stops him with his hand by grabbing his face. And (laughs) you have to imagine like how much that hurts because the way they animated it was like, he was charging at him at like two times speed. Right. And then fucking, you get stopped by a hand clenching your mouth. And so like, it, it looked like mob was just like about to pinch a grape. Yeah. That literally what it was like. <laughs> like he's this. squeezing a grape. And it's also the camera work too, because it make the camera goes right to left. It kind of makes it look like, okay, he's going really fast and then stop right here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then you talk Nakamura 
uh, does the part where he lifts him up through the building, and there's a lot of great usage of, like, the, there's the cubes happening when the... When they hit the ground. When they hit the ground and hit the building. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of those, like, shine explosion part- fire particle moments that we saw in the previous clip I talked about from My Hero happen right here when Mob is, like, when they go through that first part of the build, the rooftop part of the building. Yeah. And it's just, like, this also has, right at the very end, this has, like, um, you see the glass, Mob. Yeah, well, oh, I was going to say the glass shattering, too, kind of has the, the cubes. Yeah, the glass shattering mm-hmm. is really fucking cool. And there's a lot of that cross-hatching happening with the rough edges happening right at the very end where Mob is, like, standing up right after slamming him into the yeah. ground, you know? Um, and this makes use of a lot of, like, that rough, uh, you know, kind of marker look as, like, the light is becoming more and more prominent and, like, blinding you, you know yeah. what I mean? Blinding the viewer so they kind of fade out into into the light. And it's just amazing. And the, the parts of the building that are melting, like the, the, vent, the vents, you know, coming out of the building, mm-hmm. the way mm-hmm. they melt right at the beginning of that is just, like, oh, God. So good, but yeah, I I love you talk you talking Nakamura is like I I love all their stuff. Um, the next one I'll talk about is because I had to have a Sushio one on here. <laughs> uh, Sushio is one of my favorite artists. They uh, did what we recently talked about on Star Wars Visions. They did the twins. Um, ah, short yeah. So, but I wanted to I wanted to find something that was Sushio that wasn't Studio Trigger. Yeah. So, and the reason why I like this one in particular is because of the character an- acting animation in it. And that is the scene from Fooly Cooly where where Nauta's yelling at uh Mamimi and he's like, "I'm going to save you." Mm, not mm, my brother. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. not so and so. Me. I'm gonna save you. And he yells for Conti, and Conti just comes rushing down. And for me, it's the camera work. It's also the way Nauta's face is animated when he's yelling. Yeah. Mm-hmm, um. Mm-hmm. But the camera work really sells this because, like, um, it shows how dangerously high up they are, and it shows how hard and how fast Conti slams into the the thing they're on, which is, I think they're on top of the robot on yeah. this one. Yeah. But um it really shows like the size difference between Conti and Nauta. And Nauta. Yeah. 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 And it's just it's really amazing. It's so good. And the part where they're where Conti's chewing <laughs> Yeah, him he's up, eating him. <laughs> you know, you see like the the, the slobber yeah. like kind of flailing around is animated super nicely. <laughs> And you can just tell it's Sushio. And, uh, of course, like, people are going to be like, oh, of course, I'm Studio Trigger, blah, blah, blah. But this is before Studio Trigger, and I thought right. it was kind of cool to showcase something that he did outside of Studio Trigger. So, yeah, I love that a lot. I, I just love Sushio, mostly. But um, Fooly Cooly, because it's only six episodes, like, the animation in each episode is just really top-notch. So, more than I can say for its, like, sequels that they made, I guess. But, um <laughs> Which I, I one? Which one was it? Was it progressive that we kind of favored over alternative, or was it alternative that we favored more over? I know I didn't really like the one with the 
girl with the cat ear headphones. I didn't really care for that one too much. Alternative is the one with the four friends, and Progressive is the one with the girl with the cat ears, the headphones. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Alternative was better. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um. Which like Alternative had some fucking crazy like awesome animated moments in it too. Mm-hmm. Just definitely mm-hmm. not as good as I think Takahashi did like. Yuichi Takahashi did some of them, mm. um, which I don't know too much about what they've done. I think they did Bleach, and some other stuff. I don't. I don't know. I've seen their name a few times, but I don't know all the stuff they've done. But yeah, like, yeah, uh, Alternative is better. Yeah, Progressive is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Progressive sucks. Just don't watch it. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, dude. Uh, and then. Okay, Danny. Yeah, you go ahead and do your next one, and then I'll I'll do my next two, and then you do you you cap okay. it. You cap yeah. it at the end. Yeah. Okay. Um. So my next one is from Sailor Moon. Um. I, I I'm going to say uh Sailor. Pluto. Everyone take a shot. What? <laughs> so Sailor Pluto's um, transformation sequence is definitely one of my favorites out of all of the girls. Um. However, I did watch uh, Sailor Stars with Kai and a couple of his friends. Um, and I am going to change my mind and say I think the Sailor, the Sailor Starlight's transformations are just so cool. People um, sleep on the Sailor Starlights. Let's be serious. They, okay. They get slept on because people they don't know. Do. You know? They do. And, and we they gotta, don't. You gotta, you gotta educate people, then. You gotta tell them. <laughs> well, tell so the Sailor Starlights. I mean, uh, now people are able to watch it because it's finally it it finally got released here. Um, but back then, uh, the final season of Sailor Moon wasn't aired in the U.S. because the Sailor Starlights. As their civilian forms, they are represented as males. But when they transform into the Sailor Starlights, they are represented as women. So, and the transformations for them show their masculine physique transforming into a female physique. And I think that's just awesome. I think that's Which, cool. like, even in their Starlight forms, they're still... They still have like a kind of athletic build, which is really sick. Yeah, and it kind of blurs the gender lines a little bit, and that was mm-hmm, being done mm-hmm. back in the, you know, yeah, you know, fuck your gender, I don't give a fuck, you know. <laughs> <I'd be> yeah. Like, <laughs> but yeah, if if Nick were here right now, he'd be like, you know, whatever. Meh, meh. Meh. I'm Nick. <laughs> There's only five genders, as far as I yeah. know. <laughs> Nick but, is like actually really gender woke, but he'll be like, "No, there's only five or six of them." Yeah. <laughs> Jk, no, he's not like that. But no, like, yeah, no, for real, like, um, uh, yeah, the Sailor Starlights are sick, dude. Like, yeah, Seiya is my favorite. I like Seiya. Which one's Seiya again? Seiya is the one with the long black hair and kind of oh, has like a romantic okay. relationship with Usagi. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, dude, I'm all about silver haired waifu, you know. You know how I gotta do. Uh, you need to watch the show before you have an opinion on. on yeah, I haven't seen any them. of that part. Like, I don't remember the other two. I haven't two, seen like the last two, three seasons. I'm gonna say Seiya is definitely the best one out of the three. The other two are just fucking sour pusses. 
Like You're they they are such negative Nancys. It's not even funny. Um, but they eventually do get like the redemption later on in the end. Gotcha. Um, uh, and since we're talking about the starlights, there is uh, this one scene. Uh, I don't know the artist, but it's one scene where the starlights, um, well, Sailor Moon and the other uh, Sailor Guardians are fighting um, Sailor Galaxia. Um, but Sailor Galaxia is just like too, too powerful. And, and Usagi is kind of scared that she might not be able to defeat Sailor Galaxia. Um, so the starlights... Uh, join in on the fight and there's just this one scene where they're both all three of them are kind of rising and there's just like electricity static kind of thing and then it it, it pans out um into and it's kind of like I'm, I'm watching it and it's 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 kind of like that um strobe light kind of animation um in the beginning and then it pans out to usagi uh kind of like having a shocked face and then another sequence goes into where all the uh, all the starlights are kind of just like running towards galaxia um it's it's a scary scene uh in my opinion um and it's also a, a pretty epic scene too because you don't know if if the starlights are going to defeat Sailor Galaxia, so um, it's a pretty heavy moment. I, I there's, yeah, there's a lot of uh, intercutting, like like mm-hmm. fast intercutting, like kind of like the strobe light effect, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Where they're cutting um to show like that something is flashing or charging. It's like they're charging up real quick to like yeah. rush at her. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. super cool. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I mean, all, honestly, all of like the special uh powerful attacks that all the guardians do i think honestly my favorite one is a uh, dead scream that play- sailor pluto does fight me on it i don't care what you think like that was my mean, favorite <laughs> the dead scream attack is 10 out of 10 yeah it's so sick um i mean i do like sailor Ernest's um attack um, earth shaking, wor- yeah. yeah, earth shaking or world shaking. Um, world shaking. That, I think world shaking sounds a little cooler. I think. Yeah, I yeah. think it's world shaking. I'm not sure, but I mean, all honestly, to me, I think all of the outer Sailor Guardians' um, abilities are definitely the coolest ones, um, and it shows. Uh, although I do really enjoy when uh, in. Uh, Oh, I forgot. It's when um, Sailor Moon has uh, her kaleidoscope, and the and also this is in the original one, not in the uh, Eternals. Um, it kind of pans where it it shows where she's charging up her kaleidoscope to defeat uh, uh, an enemy, and there's kind of like three. Um, kind of like three screens on one screen where the top one is like just Usagi's eyes and then the bottom one is um, a more kind of like pan out, like medium size Usagi. It's not like a close-up. 
And then the other one is uh, just like a far away shot of like her full body and you can see kind of like the wind um, being like blown towards Usagi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Badass. Yeah, that's all I, I got. Have you watched Sailor Moon, dude? Yeah, I gotta watch it. <laughs> How many times have you seen it? Um, I at least like five episodes. I probably watched maybe like twenty times when I was a kid. Because <laughs> 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 I have the DVD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel so. that. Okay. Anyway, okay. What 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 are yours? So my last two, uh, and I can't find, there's a few things from the wit days of Attack on Titan that I like. Um, now it's being done by Studio Mappa, but when it was being done by Studio Wit, it was off the goddamn chain. Oh yeah. Yeah. I feel like Wit Studio definitely, their animation is so good. They, and I, and I don't. I don't think the way map is doing it is bad because map is really good also, but like it just kind of sucks. I mean, like the way map is doing it is fine, but it almost seems just a tiny bit of a downgrade. Mm -hmm. Some people would argue that it's a a big, a big downgrade, but there's in part two of season one of attack on Titan. There's a scene where, you know the scene where they're 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 hunting down the female titan because they're like oh she was spotted in the forest right right, yeah i remember i remember and mikasa's chasing her Mm Hmm. and i can't imagine seeing the female titan cg animated just seeing her 2d animated like this is way better yeah yeah um i know that and this you know might be spoilers but i know we'll see annie's titan again um so we'll see how they do her in 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 the mappa, you know, at the end there. Mm-hmm. But um, just this scene is one of the many scenes where they make the three D maneuver gear just look super sick. Yeah. And another scene that was done by Mappa that I wanted to do was Levi fighting uh, the Beast Titan Grisha Yeager, um, or not Grisha, but Zeke Yeager. And that scene was badass because that's when. That's when Zeke realizes who Levi is. He's like, oh, wait, this is Levi. And he's just getting cut the fuck up. Um, that one was really sick. And I don't, I couldn't find it. Um, I found it on, it's on YouTube, obviously. But I wanted to find the staff who did it because that person was amazing. And I needed to find out more about them. Yeah. But the person yeah. who did this one, who did a lot of the chase scenes in this these forest episodes, was Akira Hamaguchi. And Akira Hamaguchi has done... Uh, a lot of cuts here and there for a bunch of different stuff. Um, I don't know everything they've done, but I know they've done a couple of Pokemon cuts, uh, Fairy Tale. Um, just clicking on their name on Sakagaboru, I can see they've done a lot of. Uh, they've been around for a long time. So, uh, but yeah, that cut in particular, uh, really shows off the three D maneuver gear. Uh really amazingly so um the last one i have because i have to i had to do it (laughs) was by naoki kono and it's from martian successor nadesco and so naoki kono has done like uh 
a bunch of stuff from 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 back then. More more famously, they've done cuts for the Cyborg 009-2001 version. Um, I love Cyborg 009. Uh, they were, I think they were like a permanent staff on that show. I don't know if they were, they've done a few things. But they've also done open, uh, worked on the opening oh, animation. Oh, they've done, na- they done the, uh, they did a scene from Tiger and Bunny. That makes sense because Studio Zebek. So like, because the, the scene I was going to talk about was, um, uh, Akita Tankawa and the Estevales fighting a bunch of Jovian drones from Nadesco. Mm, mm-hmm, and Nadesco mm-hmm. is also Studio Zebek. So oh, okay, like, cool. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, I, th- I, th- I think he was, I don't know if he was a staff at Zebek or just like a favorite animator at Zebek or what. But this makes, the, the, Nayuki Kano, he, he uses a lot of very famous techniques from animators before him in just this one scene alone. And it's amazing. Um, he does kind of like the the road grind kind of uh, a little a little ode to the road grind from like uh from Akira. There's a lot of um smearing happening when when Akito's doing the right when Akito launches the the hand, the hand shot. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. the rocket punch, rocket to punchy. And to punchy. It also utilizes the Itano spread, which if you don't know what the Itano spread is, just YouTube it or look it up on Sakagaboru. The the Itano spread was made famous by Ichiro Itano, who is famous for doing, inventing the missile spread or the Macross missile massacre, which is like a flurry of missiles all going in a curved motion, centering in on one target. And sometimes you can use that that missile spread to, like, spread across a line of targets. So it goes in kind of a line. Mm. Um, but if you just if you just YouTube Macross Missile Massacre or the Atano spread or the Atano missile spread, you'll see that in this scene in particular. Because Akito is – a lot of these Jovian drones have um, mini missiles in their backs. Uh, about two shots worth, two uses worth. So, like, there's a part where Akito grabs two of the drones and he blocks, oh, like, a whole spread of missiles uh, with those two drones and uh, throws them at, like, the rest of them and the, mm. the explosions, like, kind of backfire. And it's super sick. And I, this is, like, this is really good mecha animation, number one. Um, and I can't remember... <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> the fucking name of the mecha designer, so, like... Shame on me, fake fan. But, like, the mecha designer did so well to to design it in a way where you could animate these these Estevales in a way where it was, like, it looks like humans fighting. And mm-hmm. I think that's what made the, the fucking... That's one of my favorite parts about Nadesco is the mecha parts of it, obviously. Um... But they're also somewhat transformable. So Naoyuki Kano just did a really good fucking job of like of uh, utilizing a, like a few of my favorite techniques in one scene, and he's very good at doing smeary stuff like that, which is another reason why I think he did so good on Cyborg Zero Zero Nine, because in Cyborg Zero Zero Nine, Zero Zero Nine's superpower is to like go super fast, right? 
um, by clicking his teeth. So it's just like, you know, he'll click his teeth, everything like slows down and just shoom, shoom, shoom. And they'll kill you 5,000. So like, I don't know, fucking dope in my opinion. But yeah. I had to do it to them. Everyone take another shot for me wrenching the desk. Go, fuck you. That's a great show. So I remember when you first started talking about Nadesco, and I did start watching it, but I never finished it. Fuck you. (laughs) I'm sorry. Fuck you, dude. (laughs) No, I get it. I like. I I just like it because like. The, the comedy in it is pretty funny, and the romance in it is really good. And I don't know. It's it's just like it's one of those mecha shows. It's one of those sci-fi shows that has, like, a good blend of everything. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. but, yeah, like, no, I get it. It's fine. You suck. It's fine. <laughs> I love you. Love you, too. Okay, what do you got for your last uh, your last few? <laughs> My last two. Um, one is going to be Cardcaptor Sakura. Surprise, surprise. Um. Everyone take a shot. I know. Like, literally, this whole list is all like, everyone take a shot. They all said what they were going to say. <laughs> um, but one one scene in particular that really um, gets me is definitely early on when Sakura is collecting the clo cards. Um, and one, one scene in particular is when she discovers um, Watery. At the aquarium. Um, so, and of course, she's wearing that super cute, adorable, um, uh, like, nymph uh, costume with the little, like, pigtailed hat and everything. She looks like a little elf. I love it. Um, That's, like, the best part about that show is her friend making the... All to- her Tomeo costumes. Making, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Making yeah. all the different it's costumes. It's great. Um but the one scene that is definitely um, definitely really powerful for me is when Sakura is running through the aquarium and she's trying to get to the like water part on where she saw um, you know, or sensed the clo card. And them just trying to figure out how to um, get watery out of the little aquarium and, and just the swirl of the water and everything like that is so great. And also the fact where she like kind of runs away and like leads watery into the freezer, um, so that she can freeze watery in order to capture the card. Um, and, the 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 key animator who did that was um Masa Masahide uh yeah I hate butchering these freaking names I I I need to learn Japanese more better <laughs> um Masahide Yana uh Yanagisawa oh that was perfect you did right okay. yeah that's that's fine yeah there's yeah there's a few animators who did this whole event but yeah like this the that part where she's running especially Oh, the first, gr- yeah, yeah, in the beginning. Great running animation. Pretty mm-hmm. deep, like, great running animation. And then yeah. fucking Tomio filming her, like. Yeah, she's all, like, <laughs> running with her and is all like, oh, I have to get this scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, this is this is pretty decent. And this is this is back in the 90s, you know? So, like, it's. Yeah, late it's, 90s. It's really yeah, yeah. Um, and, but, like, at the end where, like, she's in front of the, the freezer, 
she uses um, Ari to kind of open up the um, the the door and and pretty much using the air to freeze watery is just really really cool. So, um, uh, Yanag uh, Yanagisawa did a lot of like Sailor Moon sequences too. Um, so, so he's like used to doing magical shit like this. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. Again, it's also really hard. It's also the the part where because he he, he they had to animate. I'm sorry, I don't know if they're. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Know, I, I don't know their gender. I don't but like, know their gender the, either. <laughs> yeah, Yanagisawa. They had to. They had to basically make water come to life, so they had to animate it kind of like like it was like slime chasing her. I guess kind of. Yeah, it kind of but, looks like slime in a way. Yeah. But it's still very. It's you can very much still tell it's water. You know what yeah. I mean? But it's it's the way they did it, especially that right into that part where they're going down the stairs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Tommy opens the door and it's like, here you go, go down the stairs. And, yeah, yeah. And then right at the end there, she uh, summons the the uh, air, and it's yeah. just like super um, cool. I, the, I found what, another. I don't know what that. I don't know what that ribbon effect is called, but that's another technique that I think is super cool. The ribbony. Parts oh, to make where... it look like kind of like flowy, kind of yeah. yeah. Yeah, it looks like it looks like ribbons intertwining with each other, and then mm-hmm. that's yeah. when watery like takes a form, and it's like oh. It's like, oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's, I mean, that whole show is, is, is fun to look at. Um, yeah. But my last one, Sam, you can definitely help me with this one for sure. So. Yeah. Cause I, this is one of the ones I excluded. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah. Cause I, in favor of other ones. But this, <laughs> my last yeah, this. one. Yeah. This one was, this one was, you know, oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's from Jujutsu Kaisen, and it's it's pretty much the first episode, right? It's it's in the very first episode or the second one, right? So it has it has like as being the first episode, it has that job to kind of like. This is what you're gonna get. This is the show. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's um when uh, Itadori uh is bad like or trying to battle or they finish battling the um monsters or ghost spirits whatever you want to call them and uh gojo tells itadori hey um i know you swallowed that finger but can you let uh like take over your body for like 10 seconds and itadori did and just the whole literally just the whole scene of you know when Gojo was telling Megumi, like, no, those are like souvenirs. And then you see in the background, uh, Sukuna about to attack uh, Gojo. And then there's just, like this smoke or whatever. And it goes to a scene with uh, Sukuna's red eye. And then it goes to another scene with Gojo literally sitting on his back. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's like, a very pinnacle moment on it's like this oh right this, this dude is a badass <laughs> yeah this is right after the part where gojo does his like stretch he's like don't worry i'm really strong i got it yeah <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> like he had like, like you can just tell that that gojo in the beginning is such a like laid-back jokester like he does not take anything serious at all um he's like it's fine yeah it's like <laughs> you whatever know, like- you know <laughs> 
<laughs> and I I'll think also, it. I think also Gojo, like, I mean, Gojo does say that he is stronger than Sukuna later. Um, but I also think that he also, like, double went lax on this because he knew it wasn't Sakuna's actual body. Right, It was right. in a kid's body, so yeah. he thought, oh, it'll be fine. You yeah. Know? Well, not but, only that, it like, Itadori only swallowed at that point, at that time, only one finger. So, yeah, yeah, finger, yeah. like, even though Sukuna at that moment seemed super powerful, but he wasn't at, like, his top, like ultimate power kind of thing i think for me it's the camera work and the, the way they storyboarded the scene oh yeah yeah it was perfect for like let's say okay we're on a we're on a school rooftop right so like we have to i want they, they wanted to make at least this is what my thought process would have been is I, i'm just guessing of how they tried to work it out was like um looking at the manga panels right they wanted to make it so like the camera was like riding the rails a little bit of the rails of the rooftop, mm-hmm. like the, mm-hmm. the guard, you know, the roof guard, the rail guard. Yeah. And it was just kind of cool that way. The angles are really sweet. It does the camera shakes at the perfect moment, you know, at the perfect moments. And Sayaka Koiso just did a really great job on just like pacing everything so you could see everything. It wasn't too like blurry, right. shaky camera bullshit. Yeah. It was like, yeah. no, I can see that Sakuna's punching right here. I can see he's doing a flip kick right here, like a like a taekwondo like tornado, like a crack shot by Terry Bogard kind of. Psycho mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Koiso does a lot of Jujutsu Kaisen stuff, and she is just really fucking amazing. She did that. They did some. Uh, well, she did some fairy tale and uh, Gintama as well. The the fight scene she did with Mahito and uh, Itadori. Yeah. When it was like it was like Itadori and. Uh, and uh, Nanami versus Mahito. That mm-hmm, scene mm-hmm. was was tops when Mahito's like in the tornado or in the in the in the dust. And it's, oh my god, so good! Like great choice. God damn it, so fucking good. <laughs> it's it's so good. I love Jujutsu Kaisen. And I can't wait for the second season. I can't wait for the movie the Zero. Oh, movie. that too. Yeah. 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 But yeah, very great choice. Yeah, dude. Fucking, I'm gonna look in more Saika Koiso's work because I just love that. That first episode is just really good. It does a very good job of going, this is the kind of shonen that you're going to watch, and this is the kind of character Gojo is, and yeah. it's going to be really fucking funny. Yeah. And yeah. it turns out that Gojo is just a complete clown, and it's so good. But He's a very yeah, hot dude. clown, though. He's a very sexy clown. <laughs> fucking Danny in the corner, like, at a circus, and the clown's, like, in the middle of the stage, and she's like, wow, what a fucking hot what clown. What a hottie. <laughs> Look at that big red nose and his name is Bonkers. Oh my god. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. All right. I think that's it. <laughs> oh man. Anyway. Yeah, dude, I and here's the thing. I definitely it was really hard. I just got really lucky with all the ones I picked because I, I was able to find the names of all of them. And I only knew about three of these animators. The other ones I didn't know as well. And it was only in recent years that I started, like, remembering and following the names of, of them as I do with, like, you know, painters and digital artists I like. So yeah. and I, I, another I need thing to too be is, better at that. I will admit that I'm terrible at that. <laughs> and, and, like, another thing, too, is, like, you know, and, and, and like I said, like I was alluding to in the beginning of the, the episode – is like you know you don't really need to know the names if you like a scene and it looks cool to you 
I think that's awesome. You know, for me personally, it's just like, I just want to see everything they've done, you know, because it's yeah. so cool to me. Like, yeah. um, especially Naoki Kano, like, I just like, I love that they utilized, they were, it's like he was trying to bring the, the mecha genre back with Nadesco or trying to bring it back to the top where mm-hmm. at that time it was already kind of, it was starting to kind of go down a little bit, I think. But that being said, I think I forgot to say this in the beginning of the episode, but we were trying to avoid doing movies or OPs or EDs. Cause obviously like movie has a bigger budget, you know, OPs yeah. have a bigger yeah. budget and like yeah. OPs and EDs they're, they, they, the Sakuga has to be good because they're, they're supposed to make you watch the show. Want to watch yeah, the show? Yeah, and that that what kind of is kind of what you know makes you want and rep- also represents the show because that's, you know, whether there's like a scene and then the op or it's or typically it's just the op that first starts. So the the ops is definitely are definitely like an important sakuga right. moment. They're they're supposed to be really good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're supposed to be spend a, spend a lot of time on them so to get you excited. So. We thought it would be it, it wouldn't be fair, you know, because then you know, like our whole list would just be OPs. Yeah. But like, um, that's what our favorite OPs episodes are for. So, um, that being said, let us know some of your favorites Sakuga moments, and feel free to educate us on like other techniques that we may not have mentioned or things that you like, techniques that you like that are really amazing. Um, that being said, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I really hope. And I feel bad. I should have asked Nick if we should have delayed this one because I really yeah. wanted Nick to be on this one. But, like, I, I told Nick to do a solo cast, you know, or something. Or maybe we can do maybe we can do one where it's just movies. Ooh, and then Nick, yeah. you know, yeah. that and would be Nick, cool. Yeah, and then Nick could be a part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he was he's going on vacation. So, But, uh, but that being okay. said, yeah, well, yeah, wow. <laughs> way, to, way to enjoy your life. Oh, why don't you, what are you, a square? What are you, a nerd? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm Nick. I'm gonna go enjoy my life. Okay, dude. Good for you, <laughs> JK, dude. Um, but no, yeah, I, I love you guys very much. We love you very much, and I'll always love you just the way you are. Thanks for listening every week. I've been Sam. That's been Danny, and this has been the Anime Shimmit Podcast. Mercy. Podcast, she, she. You knew that was Dan. You, you got it. I know. <laughs>